No, no, no. This is Jeff Beck, who uh, played with all the greats back in the day. He was in the Yardbirds, and he was uh, he played with Jimmy Page and Clapton. And uh, played a Yardbird song. <laughs> he was um, that was from Jeff Beck, uh, Jeff Beck Group. You know, they were cut some really good classics back in the uh, 70s, 80s. But mm. yeah, man, he's gone. Poor no guy. More. What did he die of? COVID? Vaccine? Yeah, I'm chalking everything up to the vaccine. What do you mean, dude? <laughs> yeah, what else could it be? <laughs> I uh, automatically assume every single thing is the vaccine. But the guy was 78. I think he had some sort of bacterial meningitis, I think they called it. Mm. I don't know. Vaccine. <laughs> yeah, it's always the vaccine, dude. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, I didn't get around to uh, catching most of that John Stewart diddly that you tossed you know my I just, way. You know what I just thought of? It is really funny now. You hear, a, like, everybody does it. Whether you want to believe it or not, like, when somebody dies, you ask, was he vaccinated? Were they vaxxed? Yeah. You don't ask, oh, did they die of COVID? Never. I've never asked never that. Heard, never heard that, right? Because nobody died of COVID. Nobody died of COVID. But people <laughs> have died for the vaccine. That's right, dude. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> have you seen every death and thought that? Were they vaccinated? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's hard not to now. And uh, we think about it every time a, an athlete goes down, right? Or someone yeah. gets cancer. Like he, a lot of uh, famous people are getting cancer, and a lot of regular people too. But uh, the the way they're talking about uh, Damar Hamlin is really mind blowing, man. Yeah. How are uh, what are you hearing over there? Well, just on that John Stewart episode, dude, I was like, I, I wanted to, I wanted to jump through the fucking radio and slap the shit out of those people. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> They're saying, they were like, <laughs> the one guy was like, people are acting like, this. that's not me, that's literally how he talked. <laughs> the people, they're acting like people never get hurt in football. Don't they remember, two years ago, what's his name? He'll never walk again because he took a hit to the head. Yeah, he took a fucking hit from two guys that he didn't see coming, right? Yes. And he Took it directly to the head, and it broke his back. And that's why they finished the fucking game. Because everybody has seen that before. That's right. I mean, I mean the one, don't try to tell me this is exactly like every other injury, every big injury. No, no, no. You guys finished the game on those. This was <laughs> nobody could finish the game. Nobody could even go back out on the field because this was so traumatizing. Because it wasn't a hit. It wasn't the hit. Exactly. This guy went down from a heart attack, 24 years old, healthy, and every player on that field said, if it happened to him, what's going to happen to me? Yes, and we, right? did, we went over the PTSD experienced by Haley Bieber in the previous yeah. episode where she now still believes or has a lingering thought in her mind, will I have a stroke? Can I still have a stroke? They don't want to outright say yes. The answer is yes. The answer is once you have a heart attack, once you have a stroke, you are now more susceptible to heart attacks and strokes. All that's, that's Yeah, dude, all those players who saw that kid go down suffered now the same thing going on with Haley Bieber. They have these lingering thoughts in the back of their mind. Is that going to happen to me? 
And what did we say to every fucking person we loved that was getting the shots? You can't take it out of your fucking arm. Yes. Once it's in, it's in. That's right. You know, the same people that just spent our whole lives telling us to think about what you're really doing with your body. They were all of a sudden just fucking injecting it. <laughs> you know? People who are against, like, piercings and tattoos, you know? Yeah, yeah jab me up, baby. I'll take whatever you got there. <laughs> Untested, maybe tested, tested on human mice, whatever. Give it to me, Doc. Oh wait, you're came not home. a doctor. You're just a dude Come in a parking lot. All right, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. When I came home with an earring, Dad was so disappointed. So disappointed. <laughs> he, he didn't even get mad. He just looked at me, he shook his head. And he said, "How are you ever, ever gonna get a job?" Wow. <laughs> I, I was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> In an earring of all things, like loser for life, like that was. <laughs> yeah, they did a whole Simpsons on that, and Homer takes it from Bart, and then he uh, saves the nuclear sub. With the earring, yeah, he plugs the hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's great. God, that's, that's great why episode. they were so good back in the day. <laughs> uh, you know what they were good at was just being so relevant, but not talking about like. I don't know. Like, they even had Bill Clinton come on, but it wasn't like they were all about politics and, you know. Right. Uh, and they loved ripping on Bill, though. But, uh... But, like, South Park just went straight up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Garrison is now Donald Trump. And, like, what is going on here? Um, so, in regards, uh, anyways, back to the, uh, we were talking vaccine action. Uh, yeah. I stumbled upon this, uh, clip, Mike, which I sent your way of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Did you check it out? I would call him probably the third best Tyson behind Tyson's chicken and obviously Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. I didn't see Tyson's chicken taking the first rank there, but. No, 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 no. no, Tyson's chicken number two. Number two. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mike Tyson, obviously the king. Number one. (laughs) That's right. You You got Mike Tyson, Tyson's chicken. But I guess there's really no other Tyson, so we'll give it to Neil. There you go, Neil. You you get third by default, loser. Yeah, uh, give you the podium. So I love the fact that this astrophysicist has been going around fighting and debating people about the vaccine, man. About the vaccine here on Earth. Yeah, <laughs> planet Earth. <laughs> this has nothing to do with space. <laughs> nothing to do with space. Nothing to do with astro or physicist. <laughs> And uh, it was making the rounds. You can't be a genius at everything, right? You can be dumb at everything and be on the Dude Man podcast. Yes. When you're dumb at everything, you can start a podcast and make fun of everybody. Yes. But you cannot be a genius (laughs) at everything, you know? Like Einstein, I guarantee you, you were sitting next to him one day, and he was like, no, 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 you shouldn't change your underwear except for like every two weeks. And it's like, all right, I'll let that. I'm not I'm just using that as an example. I don't know if that's real. But I just yeah. like how you summed up our show perfectly. Uh, dumb at everything, making fun of everything. This is- <laughs> See, when you're dumb at everything, you could point out the stupidity in every genius's point. <laughs> so you could just tear down geniuses. <laughs> uh, never I- actually <laughs> rising to their level. <laughs> yeah, never even close. But we can, we can spot the stupid a mile away, all right? <laughs> I was born and raised in Chicago. I can spot a bullshitter. <laughs> it's Neil deGrasse. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Neil deGrasse, you are talking out of your ass, my friend. <laughs> your own body. Your own body. If Sorry. you want to get an abortion, get an abortion. If I want to get the vaccine, I get to choose. So you can't force. If, if I can't force you to get an abortion, you shouldn't be able to force because me to get Because it's the, not about you. It's about people you interact with. And that's the social contract of public but we health. don't we don't even know if the vaccine worked or not at the time yes that's what the trials are dude well, that's easy, why these trials what, you, are you missing data out but, there but let me ask you a question <laughs> are we saying only one type of scientists are right no we're saying that the system in place the sixteen thousand that signed that no 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 the, the system in place to test vaccines yeah. th- th- there's an entire system that's in place that that with review boards and all of this, yeah, the average- that's in place. Now you can say you for a smart guy, he's kind of got a dumb argument. I'm not gonna lie. So I don't get what your answer here is. The yeah. system. He's talking about systems. What you can say is, I I have a better idea than all these review boards and all these agencies <laughs> and the CDC. Oh. I have a better idea. Oh. Here's what you should do, and that would have made everything better. Okay, you can. Put oh my God, Neil, you're a genius. But what I'm saying is. In a case where you can contaminate someone else, it's not about you. It's Just about- stop right there. <laughs> Neil deGrasse is okay. He is a genius. I got to give it to him. I'm sorry. You are the smartest man I've ever met, man. Oh, wow. Sir, what I never he? met you. But, sir, you are a genius. <laughs> yeah. You just wrote the new narrative for the Democratic Party. Wow. Listen, we're not saying our scientists weren't wrong. Your scientists, they never followed the proper channels. They didn't fill out the right forms. They didn't go through the system properly. If they didn't go through, that's why we couldn't even look at it. Frank, I couldn't even look at the file. You put it in the wrong wrong bin. Oh, I put it in the outbox. I was supposed to put it in the inbox. Is this a 10... Frank, you filled out the 1058B. You're supposed to fill out the 1058C. You know what I'm saying? This is a clerical issue. We didn't know our scientists were wrong because your scientists refused to fill out the right form. <laughs> I told them it was the blue paper, not the yellow. <laughs> right? Uh, you're nailing that, it. And I, that's yes. a genius play, Neil DeGas, DeGrasse, whatever the fuck your ass his name is. Wow. Neil DeGas. That's right up there with the no gas, no, no ass. <laughs> Something in there, I don't know. Sir, good good point. Checkmate, Neil. You're right. My my scientists didn't go through your channels because they were kicked off of every social media platform. (laughs) They weren't allowed to submit paperwork. They weren't allowed. You're right. You got me. I was going to say Check and mate, good sir. It's funny. He's saying, well, they just... We never got to hear these arguments in the proper ways. Well, you How was I supposed to know your scientists were right? We never listened to them. You, you, you literally censored him. I, was, I never listened to him. How did I know they were right? All I heard was this one guy. I figured, hey, he knows what he's talking about. Frank, you ever watch a documentary? You really believe it until you watch the counterpoint, you know? I never watch 9-11 until you watch the debunkers, you know? <laughs> This guy is something else, man. He's going to fight tooth and nail for this vaccine. Probably because he just doesn't want to believe that he actually took it. Right? Well, he doesn't want to believe he's dumb. And he doesn't want to believe he's wrong. And he's a guy who has devoted his whole life to proving that the scientific method is absolute and it's perfect. And it, honestly, it failed. You're right. We didn't go through your system. 
You know, some dumb plumber in Chicago was literally rotting a sewer drain, and he was like, wait a minute. You guys guys just created this vaccine four months ago. How do you know it's going to happen in three years? You know? Yeah, dude. (laughs) I didn't need your system. And your data? What data? I love when people are like, well, look at the data. What is the data on the five to ten year repercussions? Or the, uh, 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 whatever. You know? Oh, we have no uh, idea. No idea. <laughs> well, the data finally came out because they had to. It was court order released, and originally it was going to be held for 75 years, and there's a reason for that. And I got a great example of the reason, which is there's a clip going around out there, and uh, I sent it to Emma. And the, the beginning of it, you can see all the, you know, the, <laughs> the list, right, of the side effects that got released. And she goes, oh, my God. And I said, no, press play. And then the list moves. <laughs> the list moves for two minutes. It moves for two minutes. Two oh minutes of si- side effects. Yes, way. Two minutes of fucking side effects. It is unbelievable. Star Wars intro of fucking <laughs> Pfizer vaccine side effects? If the, yeah, if the intro was two and a half minutes long, yes. that's. <laughs> it's a novel. That's how many side effects are in these vaccines. It's jaw-dropping, and that's the best phrase I can use for it. It's seriously unreal when you watch this clip. So, you know. Yeah, but Neil deGrasse Tyson said. (laughs) Mike, Neil deGrasse Tyson's all about the science, baby. The collective health. You're assuming. You're assuming because somebody can take the vaccine. Uh, won't get COVID, which, by the way, I don't need to play this, this for t- you to like, see it. Where the non-scientist here is the If you get it, you're not going to get it. If you take the vaccine, you're not going to get a rapey matter. <laughs> Joe Biden, I can give you Fauci. I can give you fit. And you've seen these clips before. It's not like you've never seen it before. Yeah, yeah, what happened? They was, were wrong. Hold on. So, <laughs> so, um, the strain evolved. <laughs> oh, it my cuts God! Off. It cuts off right there. I know. <laughs> oh, the nerve of the guy. It's a good cutoff, though. I, I was looking for more of it, and I, I didn't have time. I'll be honest. No, did you, hear, so, did you hear the conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory because it's coming from the left? I'm so excited for this one. I love it. All right. The conspiracy from the left is... They were, Frank, they were, one, they were absolutely right about COVID-19 until Omicron. Remember? Ooh, yes. They used Omicron as like, dude, this variant, uh, even our vaccines can't do anything. It's not our fault. The vaccines work, but Omicron took over. Wow. Right? Oh, yeah. And Omicron changed everything. Oh, and, no. turned, and now the left is saying, you know what? This is the best. Dude, you got to get ready. I think you need to tie your brain into a pretzel before I tell you this. Otherwise, you might hurt yourself. Let me uh, bend over backwards and start <laughs> kissing my own ass. Okay, go. <laughs> Shove your head as far <laughs> up your ass for this one as you can. I'm currently sniffing my own farts. I am ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> China did not release this from a lab or create this. Oh. This came from a cave from a bat oh. in China. Right but on. But China was embarrassed that it came from China. Of course. And because something, I forgot what they said, but China did, though, however, release the Omicron variant. Oh, 
conspiracy. And then, that, <laughs> and then that made it impossible for all of their, you know, like the masks worked, six feet worked. Everything was working great. We were knocking this virus down. Wow. And then they released it. They released Omicron. You know, I'm sensing a, you know what I'm sensing here is a rebrand. I think they just uh, did a little refresh to be fresh on this one. Someone called Subway. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they're not. They literally, they literally <laughs> changed the Subway Club to the American Club. <laughs> they changed the Subway Club to the American Club and they threw some bacon on it. It's the same fucking sandwich, asshole. <laughs> wow. So that's yeah. the new story? How do you keep That's up the with new- this? The changing narratives. Oh, it's, it's impossible. It's awesome. Because let me say this. Since day one, since March 2020, I have had the same narrative, and it seems to have held out since then. <laughs> Which is, this fucking thing came out of a lab, and we funded it. And I kind of think I know the guy's name on the fucking uh, tab there. Tony Fauci and Peter Daszak. I'm positive these fuckers were behind it. Oh, yeah. And they were planning this thing... For years beforehand, this was all in the making. It was all to create the madness we have now. They want us on digital IDs. They want us locked down. They want to be able to shut off our cars whenever they please and tell us to stay in our houses. That's their whole fucking obsession, man. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they really want that, huh? You know what's crazy is nobody believes me, but dude... They successfully did that with these, like, poor communities. You go to the south side of Chicago, these people just stay home. They sit in their home all day. They literally, they got them to fall for it. There's something about forcing us in the house. I think it's, again, depriving us of fresh air, sunshine, necessary elements to living a healthy and free life. You know, when you did get outside... You see that report? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Well, when you get outside, you think a little bit more. You get to experience life a little more. But well, no, I didn't see the report. What was it? Oh, uh, Frank, you're actually the smartest man I know, man. I'm telling you, you, you amaze me sometimes. <laughs> well, a, a report I'm pretty dumb. Just, a report <laughs> just came out about the happiest uh, occupations. Oh, yeah. Lumberjacks? Wow. We're like top of the list. Because they're getting laid the most. Every chick wants no. to bang a lumberjack. Hell yeah. No, they're no. surrounded by they're surrounded by ugly men in woods all day long and they go home to an ugly woman and fuck <laughs> that one woman their whole life. I don't know. I like to believe everything is like Wolverine when he retires from the X Men and he's got the hot wife and he's just chopping wood in Canada. That was the worst X Men ever made, dude. They literally single handedly ruined the X Men. <laughs> dude, they ripped that off of a really good comic. I'm basing my information off the actual comic. I used to read these when I was a kid. <laughs> no, no, they did a poor. He got his version. name because he's a little hairy fucking beast of a man. <laughs> Not because Hakunamura sitting in the moon is me, and then I fucking gave my life so I could go to the heavens and be with Hakunamura. Go fuck yourself. Which is why I still contend the greatest potential casting for Wolverine ever would have been Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito should have been the yes. <laughs> It's the most genius casting uh, for ki- Wolverine. He killed it with the penguin. That's what I'm saying. He would have nailed Wolverine. Probably still Or could. Joe Pesci. Yeah, I, I would give it to Joe Pesci. Like an Italian Joe He'd Pesci. Be an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make me bring out the claws. I mean, it's going to heal, but it hurts, you know? I mean, I'll bring them out. 
the nine mil. Would you think the forty-five was gonna go further? Come on! I told you, I'm steel over here. Adamantium, but it's all right. I'll give it to you. <laughs> oh, he could never be an Italian. He can't even say it. That's right. Yeah, he would just say steel. I'm made out of adamantium. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know the adamantium? No big deal. They put it in me when I was asleep. <laughs> he said bones. Now I got these metal things. Come on, it's adamantium. <laughs> Dude, Italian Wolverine. Oh, I gotta see this. I need this in a movie. I need this in my life. This is the so funny. <laughs> he doesn't even attack right away. Everybody's shooting him. And the bully's just taking it while he's combing his hair in the mirror. <laughs> Like a true grease ball. Just like <laughs> <laughs> got the comb in the back pocket, you know? <laughs> Dago T and G's, dude. He already is Italian. He's hairy. I was thinking if he was Italian Wolverine, one of the he'd have like a fourth small claw that was actually a comb and it would shoot out of his hand, you know, or you know, sink, he, he you filed know, his... he filed the pinky to be the comb. <laughs> it would never work. He'd spend half the movie burying the bodies. That's just <laughs> You gotta wrap them up in a bag and then you throw them in the lake. It's... Oh my god. <laughs> After he wins the match, he pulls out his phone. <laughs> oh, Frank, Tony, I need you to come over here and help me with these bodies. What's going on? <laughs> Bring the truck. It's so perfect because even the way he's in dress, like in most of the comics movies, he's got the Dago T on, the, the chest T hair. You could easily just put that gold chain with the gold a horn, you know, just resting right there on top. <laughs> Toss on like a pinky ring on his third claw, you know. <laughs> gotta have a bracelet, gotta have the gold bracelet. <laughs> We're dis uh, discussing or describing... Half our cousins, but this is uh... <laughs> uh, you, you gotta throw an Italian flag on the arm tattoo. <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah, we Joe Pesci would yeah. be a, in his prime would have been great. That's right. We're talking prime Joe Pesci, like my cousin Vinny, maybe even earlier. Yeah. Uh, Casino, or uh, I'm sorry, Goodfellas, Joe Pesci. Yeah, that was that was prime time. But who's like a little? <laughs> yeah, there's no like little. We you just need like a little Greek. We like we have an episode where we like went on a deep dive, man, on the fact that there's no Italian actors. It's all just yeah. <laughs> they phased Italians out of all culture. The, uh, America doesn't like Italians anymore. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> the hairy chest will come back into style. That's right. Yeah, and then. Uh, we can all wear our gold chains again and Dago tees. They're not Dago tees. I, I, I always said tees. the best part about being <laughs> Italian, right? You got the hairy chest, but you you got the break for the neck, you know? Yes, that's right. Like there's there's certain people, Greeks. That shit goes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, people, the moral of the story is stick to your culture, right? You don't want to end up like Gwen Stefani.
Now, there's a cloud of controversy surrounding singer Gwen Stefani. In an interview with Allure magazine, oh, yeah. she claimed twice <laughs> that she is Japanese. Okay, well, technically, yeah, Stefani is Italian-American <laughs> with no confirmed connection to Japan apart from she loves... See what I said, Mike? No one wants to be Italian anymore. She's Italian-American. And you tr you're claiming to be Japanese? Come on, what are you doing? The French of the Asians? The are French you kidding me? <laughs> Call back! The culture. She has long been accused, though, of appropriating other cultures. All right, we're not claiming her anymore. You're not fashion. Italian. We gave you up. With NBC News internet culture reporter, Callan Rosenblatt. It is so good to have you here on set with us. So, before we get to who... This chick's whole, like, deal is reporting on social media and shit. This is incredible. She's upset. I, I just want to know, what exactly did she say in this bombshell interview? So, Vicky, bombshell what Stefani said to Allure <laughs> is essentially that her father worked for Yamaha. He traveled back and forth from Japan to America with these stories that she's found so interesting of Japan that, you know, he would describe women with blue hair or people impersonating Elvis, and she thought that was so cool. And when she went to Japan as an adult, she said, oh, my gosh, this is my culture. I'm Japanese. And that's what she conveyed in this interview mm -hmm. that she feels she's Japanese because she's so in love with the culture of Japan and but grown up with her dad's story okay that's it. totally different than saying I'm Japanese right, right? yes and uh, right <laughs> she was saying like I felt like I was home like this is I love this culture right I just want to remind everyone we have an atmospheric <sighs> river flooding California we're on the precipice of World War 3 but oh my god Gwen Stefani talked about being Japanese exactly exactly but she made these remarks to an Asian American interviewer who <laughs> said you know how lucky some white women can be to identify this is on the as fucking Japanese news, and not man. have the experience of Asian Americans and <laughs> having to so worry about insane. you know the model minority myth she didn't even say she was Japanese for, for being Asian so you know there's what really are these this fucking hens clucking about this is unbelievable her, uh, you know saying that she's Japanese and and also, she's had past allegations of cultural appropriation. You know, Japan had to put nets around their buildings because people were jumping. <laughs> okay. Here's I'm, where I'm sure Gwen <laughs> Stefani is not their biggest problem. Here's, here's the best part, Mike. You don't understand Gwen Stefani. She's a habitual appropriationist. Let's talk about that. Let's yeah. walk us yeah. back here. Let's talk I think about apart it. from these comments, a lot of us probably <laughs> totally recognize Gwen Stefani's Harajuku Girls era. Walk what? us through the criticisms prior. Whatever to you just said has got to yeah, be appropriate. So she was, you know, uh, criticized for wearing a bindi, which is part of Hindu culture in the 90s. Mm. She wore bantu knots in her hair, which is a part of Zulu, uh, the Zulu right. people culture what uh, the in fuck? South Africa. <laughs> then, uh, you know, she had the Harajuku Girls phase, which is oh, when she Harajuku had um, you know, four Japanese women who her around and people like Margaret it. Cho yeah. criticized her saying you know you're sort of using these girls as accessories mm -hmm. and um, you know you are, are sort of reinforcing these stereotypes about Asian women. Interesting though because she's also an artist and at what point are you allowed to celebrate through your art other cultures? Really quickly uh, before we let you go have we heard? No answer! She no just answer. throws it at the end. No answer real quickly. Anything Let's skip that really uh, pointing question. We haven't heard anything. I reached out for comment, and we're hoping to hear back and get a little more clarification on, on what she's thinking about this. A great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Gwen has to say about what she's thinking about all this. <laughs> they listed like fucking 10 different cultures she's appropriated over the last two decades. That was unbelievable. That is so stupid. That is so fucking stupid. Come on, man. Wow. She just she kind of just seems to me like somebody who travels around and falls in love with cultures. They which which doesn't sound like a bad thing, but the other the one interviewer if you will at the end literally asked to nobody. Nobody answered it. <laughs> which was 
at what point do we determine she's an artist and she's just being beautiful and you know <laughs> paying homage to these cultures? It's crazy. We uh, right. went down this road a little bit when we were talking about Ken Yang's uh, article or whatever the guy's name was, Jeff Yang from CNN about Avatar and how he was so disgusted by the just rampant racism uh, from James Cameron by... Of the ancient Polynesian <laughs> tribes. <laughs> yeah, by, you know, using all, you know, doing his homework and studying the history of all these fucking tribes and applying them where they kind of made sense. And just, you know, it's unbelievable that we're not allowed anymore to dress any other way other than whatever. So here's my question. What do we deem white person dress code? Okay, yeah. you guys have now clarified that there are all these different cultures that own these styles. So now, please determine, set the rules for the white folks so we know what is the our dress code. What is our clothing and our style of hair? And that all we... you fucking Japs that keep coming over here to Chicago, <laughs> walking around with your cameras, taking pictures, wearing the fucking uh, stupid American fucking clothes that you bought at the store. Quit culturally appropriating. <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? Like, uh, this is, we've entered this bizarre world where, okay, you're setting all these parameters, setting all these rules. Okay, well, what, where, where do I fit in? Where's my clothing of yeah. choice? You know, I've worn a T-shirt and jeans for 30 years. If I see you wearing T-shirt and jeans, you're appropriating my culture! Can't do it, Jap Jap Japanese. Dude, what, are, what Japanese was offended here? Nobody. Okay. The, 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 you can't be more offended than the victim, right? <laughs> I believe somebody... Okay, so according to the story, man, if you had been paying attention, Mike, I think Sorry. there was an Asian-American or Japanese uh, reporter, if you will, who was interviewing Gwen Stefani, and she had mentioned how she loved Japanese culture and all that nonsense, and then went down the pathway of in some non-specific way, you know, claim to be a part of the Japanese culture. And you know, it's like her job. So a lot of these guys, like, it's not like she sat down for a 10-minute interview and then that was all she had to do that day. Like, she had, fuck, she probably talked all day to different reporters. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah. And you're talking all day, your brain is right. Dude, how many stupid things do I say in these two hours? Oh, two hours worth, man. Come on. <laughs> like you're you filling that jar to the brim. <laughs> Why do you think we do this? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, done, it's done from the get till they cut you off at the end, you know? <laughs> you're right. She doesn't know what she's saying, and I actually think this whole thing made headlines because it was probably this reporter's way of going viral and making a name for herself and getting out there, and it's all stupid. I just find it funny that we've essentially, in my opinion, we've jumped the shark at this point with the uh, cultural appropriation. I think there's nowhere else to go with it. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah, we're beyond. Yeah, it's, it's so absurd and comical and anytime a story comes up about it i'm like oh i have to put this on my podcast because this is hilarious and dumb this is the stupidest well, I, I thing i know it's over because i don't even hear about it anymore that's like, right. you have to go looking for this shit now you know <laughs> so well i was digging and 
I found the gold. That's where it was. Gwen Stefani. She's uh, being hated on by the Japanese, I guess. So what she needs to do now is go on tour with Weezer and all will be forgotten. Weezer's huge in Japan. Is it really? Yeah, I think that's their like number one fan base. Mm. See, you should have stuck with your band, dude. You could have been famous somewhere. Like, Yeah, I, I was aiming for like, uh, hear, like Croatia. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, no, I don't know about you, but I always like you'll run into like random people, right? And they'll be like, the guy will be like, "Yeah, I used to be in a band." And they like he made he did ten, twenty years or whatever on tour, just in some random ass country that fell in love with their music. Oh, and and just kept doing the cycles in this like one country. Yeah, like I met a couple guys that like back in the nineties or no early two thousands, I guess was like uh, heavy, like American heavy metal was huge in Eastern Europe. Interesting. I'm I'm on it. I'm listening. Yeah, all right. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, oh, so they that's would, like, oh, yeah. They would like, oh, they would go there, and you would just fuck like, <laughs> You you'd be able to like book gigs and like I don't know. Supposedly, people would just come because it was an American band. You know, that's pretty interesting, and I uh, never really caught on to that, but it makes sense. You got to think like if a new music, like think about rock and roll, just comes to your your you know. There's nobody around that really knows how to play it. There's no rock and roll bands. You know, so. Yeah, and I feel like a death, heavy metal, crazy, uh, satanic music like that is, uh, or maybe not like that, but you know what I'm saying. It's kind of huge, yeah. like in like a Eastern Europe, Eastern Northern Europe. Yeah. Poor countries that kind of yeah, right. a lot of rage, a lot of rage. You know, I get it out. You think there's some uh, heavy metal going on in Ukraine? I bet you that's where they uh, they rip up the Nazi metal. That's what they like to call it. Uh, they're about to be scrapping that metal because uh, did you hear from about the fucking uh, military leaders? I did not. No, I, I'm a little oh. out of touch actually with the war in Ukraine. <laughs> I saw how uh, Putin replaced his general. Everyone's obsessed with, you know. Yeah, you know why that. they're talking about that because it's nobody wants nonsense. to talk about our generals sounding the alarm, saying, "Oh, what are you guys doing here?" Really? Yeah, we're sending way too much. Interesting. We're, we're, at, we're at the <laughs> point where. Some of these generals are coming on this thing. We're at the point now where we're depleting our forces and we're leaving us vulnerable in certain areas. I would almost say that that's probably on purpose from the way the Biden administration's been running everything. Their whole goal is to weaken us on every level for some fucking reason. Could be. Yeah, they are weird like that, huh? <laughs> they are weird like that. Oh, it's World Economic Forum. Mike, we will own nothing. We will eat the bugs and we will be happy. <laughs> I'll never be happy about the bugs. Oh, well, we're going to have to eat them no matter what, man. That's what they want. <laughs> Got no choice. Everything's going to have bugs. You know what I think they're going to do with the bug thing? They're just going to slowly start adding it to shit. So, do you know how, like, um, Eggos yeah. and uh, lots of crackers and pretzels and chips, they have, um, it's wood chip pulp, essentially. Oh, it's sawdust. It's sawdust pulp, and, and yeah. I'm not being uh, exaggeratory or uh, you know anything. It's le- legitimate filler. They put it in these <laughs> cheap foods that are processed in mass. And, like, you can eat wood. We do. It's in a lot of things. A lot of people are eating wood, essentially. And so I really don't see how hard it could be for them to just start slinging processed crickets and shit into stuff and not even tell people. Oh, the problem is people will find out. Like, somebody's got to put that cricket in the machine. Yeah, they'll find out, but 
What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But like, what are you going to do if you love Cheez-Its and all of a sudden they're made with crickets? All right, so they announced today, it turns out McDonald's fries have been made out of crickets. Right. You think people stop eating them? No. But that's not so. The See, thing I, think, is, I think there's a big difference between telling them you're going to do it and then being like, well, hey, you've been, you know. Let's be more accurate with it, though, because they don't want to replace potatoes and all that. They already got the wood chip pulp and that kind of shit. What they really want to do is replace <laughs> the beef with the, the bugs. And we don't even know what kind of beef the McDonald's and Burger King shit is anyways. So who's to say if they haven't already stuck in the crickets and cockroaches? Baby, that's why it's so cheap. Oh, Taco Bell since the 90s for sure. I am going to argue since day one, Taco Bell has been uh, bugs and uh, dog shit, essentially. That's all you're getting. <laughs> to be fair, it might be rat meat. I remember, like, it's something like grade D beef or whatever. And, like, <laughs> it's, it's like the worst beef you could probably ever eat in your a, life. It's only 80% beef. That's the best part. Yeah, there's beef like is only eighty percent. There you go. Beef. So there's like other stuff, twenty percent guaranteed other stuff in there. So, <laughs> oh, there's ten percent rat. <laughs> I'm thinking that if they really want to introduce the bug cuisine into the masses, they're gonna start it by just sneaking it into the shit that is super ultra quickly processed and sent out, and it's gonna be the fast food. It's the best way, man. Do you want to hear the grossest thing about rats in Chicago? Yes, absolutely. It's kind of like a known thing. and st- <laughs> They just kind of stop fighting them. So, the, like, at, like a lot of these schools. You mean they're just, uh, they're, <clears throat> we're coexisting now with the rats? We're one with the rats? <laughs> so this guy, the way this guy put it was, <laughs> the way this one guy put it was, you can set out traps, and you can hire the exterminators, and you can do everything, right? Oh, yeah. And what, qu- what quickly happens is you get rid of all the juveniles because they're the only ones that fall for the traps. Wow. All right. And, you know, and I guess rats never stop growing. Oh, my God. So what ends up happening is you get this, like, generation gap. Okay. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Where... Now you have these like these giant adults, and nobody could take them out. What do you? So mean? They... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What do we mean, giant here? Oh, dude, I'm talking like it gotta be a couple pounds. Couple pounds, like uh, give me a like visual. a Yorkie, like a Yorkie. Wow! Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's so disgusting and humongous, man. Oh, they're, they're like a few pounds. Well, what happens is, well, that's what happens is because then they're once you get that generation gap, now okay. nobody can t- contest these. So then they start just dominating, like just fucking all the females, killing males, will kill the babies. <laughs> it's funny because right? I was picturing like one giant, like copybara sized rat. You know the copybaras? No, no, they don't get that big. Eventually, they're also just terribly diseased. But the copybaras are like, you know, they're giant guinea pigs. It's essentially a giant rat rodent. Oh, they're all rats. But anyways, so the one guy said we we just don't. They call an exterminator, right? Who comes in? They they just put these like kind of fake traps, but they're not really set. All right. And he and he goes in because you need the juveniles to take out the 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 giants, the giant males. 
Like they'll team up, I guess, like the teenagers. So oh wow! Get, really? They'll right? go and kill the the big ass. So male? that's why if you leave the population alone, they you'll, they'll never get that giant rat because they'll kill him. Like the guy gets too big for his britches. You know what I mean? And wow! Then gonna, the alpha rat gang up on him. Yeah, I don't know. Now listen, this is a this is coming from a plumber. Who got it from a building engineer? They're dumber than the plumbers. Yeah, so. but you guys are down there. You're seeing inside the well, system I had to, of I had the to city. ask him, like, why is nobody doing anything about the rats? <laughs> oh, that's God. why. Because you, 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 you'll never win. And if you even try, you end up with something much worse. But then you get the... <laughs> if you let them go, don't you get the rat king? No, the rat king happens in the winter when they all get together. Oh, uh, it's so, so gross. A of, rat King a lot is the of, grossest thing in the world, man. A lot of people oh. think a rat king is a giant rat. It's not. A rat king is a ball of rats yeah, whose man. tails are tied together. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what's even grosser, dude? So in the winter... Well, I don't know. If, uh, rats are more gross than snakes. But in the winter time, <laughs> you go into these fucking crawl spaces, dude. You'll run into a mountain of snakes. A mountain. Because here it gets cold, right? Oh, yeah. Winter, yeah, that's right. It gets too cold for them. So they all, they'll find, the, the, you know, the little garden snakes? That's right, man. They, like, they all, they'll find a place. And then they all get together, and they, like, hibernate in this giant ball, and that's how they keep warm. Wow. You would never know that unless you fucking shit your pants because you crawled into one <laughs> Oh man! Like a, it's like a scene out of fucking Indiana Jones, dude. I swear to God. Oh, that's so gross. And like, uh, do they defend the ball? Like, are there ones on the outside that are like watching, keeping guard, and snapping at you when they see you? No, because they're all kind of pussies. And so the, this ball, how big are we talking? Like a beach ball or like yeah, a beach ball, not a basketball. Beach well, ball. it depends how many there are. You'll get little ones. You get big ones. Okay, and so we're talking you get uh, basketball size. Basketball, basketball size. All right, but we're talking like a. Yeah. Uh, like a thirty few, plus, few dozen, yeah, few, few dozen. dozen. All right, and then uh, uh, and they're all tangled. But up I've in heard this of ball. them like hundreds. Wow! And how do it's they... not really a ball; it's more just like a pile, like a loose pile. Oh, all right. I was. I you was... know how snakes like. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing this giant yeah. sphere, but okay. So I'm picturing like uh, Indiana Jones. It kind of looks awesome. Like if you were with like a bunch, of, like if it was you and like a hundred hot chicks, you know, that'd be like. Awesome. Oh, all right. Well, so I you're you're talking about like you stumble on uh like when Indiana's in the pit, and uh, like, yeah. they're just crawling all over in this like kind Everything. of sea of snakes, if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like you know they're staying close. Dude. Like they try to for the warmth. So they're I don't know. No, that makes gross. sense. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And it's pretty. The red gross. thing is crazy, man. You're better off just letting them live. Like ah. Uh. That's crazy, and again, it reminds me of Rat King, and whenever I think of Rat King, I think of the character, the Rat King, from the Ninja Turtles, who controlled the rats, and the Ninja Turtles would have to battle the Rat King. From the, this is the cartoon. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. That's true. But, uh, speaking of and rats... the good thing about uh, the rats is they keep out the mice. They eat the mice. That's, oh yeah, good call, man.
when it comes to rats, dude, uh, honestly, you could probably catch them sometimes in your garage, which is exactly where Joe Biden likes to hide uh, confidential documents. <laughs> the other breaking headline tonight, sources say lawyers for President Biden now finding a second batch of classified documents, Frank, this time at a different oh, wait, location than the first. Here's our chief justice course. Yeah, I know. We're not playing a clip for <laughs> the last episode. No, 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 this is the next one, dude. Another batch? Part two, Electric Boogaloo. Tonight's source is ABC News. Okay, well, hold on here. Now I don't know what to do. Now my math is wrong. Okay. So, so hold on. Let me get this straight. Okay. Biden's secret documents in one stash less than yes. Donald Trump's mm-hmm. secret stash. Oh, yeah. No. Biden tooch stashes. Is that greater than, equal to, or less than? <laughs> no, this is like uh, where one hand washes the other, or I'm sorry, no, like one cancels out the other. So I'm thinking this is a positive, negative, now we're back at zero. No, but you got two, two negatives. Okay, no, go ahead. We'll play it. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on here. I, I think. Uh, How do you get caught with two <laughs> stashes and you're still better yeah. than the one guy who got caught with one stash? This is some. I think uh, they're setting Joe Biden up to uh, kick him out, man. I'm telling yeah, you. No, that's what this is. Absolutely. A- absolutely. Remember, dude, you could go back and listen to us for six, for six <clears throat> months. We've been talking about this after the midterm elections. That's right. They're getting rid of him. So I think he's going to resign. Wow. I didn't even think about it. Res- no, he he's going to respectfully resign from the presidency in lieu. Of his failure to so-and-so whatever mumbo-jumbo bullshit nonsense. And then uh, the camel is our uh, king, and we shall be destroyed ixo facto and be run by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. No, never going to happen. They'll never make the camel president. (laughs) They're probably going to kill the camel. And then um, who's next in line? the, the, The problem is, I'll tell you what this is. They do. They have to get rid of him before twenty twenty. Not. They don't have to get rid of him. They can't let him run for twenty twenty four. Because I don't know if you saw what happened, but it looks like there's going to be a challenger for to Diane Feinstein. Wow. And the problem with Diane Feinstein is she is. Everybody, I guess, is talking about how she's literally not there. Doesn't know where she is. <laughs> doesn't know who she is. She's so far gone. But nobody wants to say anything. Because they're afraid it will open up an investigation into more congressmen and women. Who are not uh, cognizant Just, of their They're afraid that if they, if they reveal what's really <laughs> going on with Diane Feinstein, the public will want to know, well, who else is this bad? Who else has dementia? Who else uh, you know, doesn't know where they are, what they're doing? I guess for two years, she hasn't been... Yeah, it's been pretty. What they apparent. said dude, it's been like two or three years. She hasn't taken a, she hasn't even been able to take a car ride by herself, like with the driver, like you put her in a car. So instead of the Chinese spy driver, she has another Chinese spy nurse uh, cruising with her. I two, imagine. two, two Chinese spies. Two yeah. Chinese spies. Excellent. She has a two Chinese spy minimum. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the document dump. The first one that happened, I was like, okay, this is. I, I like, honestly, I couldn't put my finger on the pulse for it. I was, I really couldn't f- figure out what's going on here. It, it's just kind of out there and silly. Like, the media's not hard on Biden, 
right? So what is this? What's the double meaning here? What's the bullshit? What are they uh, covering up? Right? They got to get rid of him. Maybe they're just getting rid of him. Maybe yeah. he looks really bad. The last couple times I've uh, seen some clips of him, he's, you know, even the different clones and robots they got, they're breaking down. <laughs> There's no clones. <laughs> <laughs> like, the lighting. I think they lost the mechanic or technician who takes care of all the uh, robots back there. So He has blue eyes, so when, the light, when they don't do the lighting right, his eyes look black. <laughs> well, Mike, once again, uh, you're destroying my favorite conspiracy theory. But, uh, it has something to do with like too much red or light or something. I forgot what they said. Yeah, all robots are built differently, Mike. Just uh, yeah. accept it. <laughs> accept the reality. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, give me more Biden docs. Part two, Electric Boogaloo. Then Biden discovered a batch of classified documents in a former office he used after being vice president. They immediately went digging to see if there were any more. And we're now told that they did end up finding a second set of classified documents at another location. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. Sources telling ABC News <laughs> the initial like of roughly 10 classified dude. documents discovered in November were vice presidential briefing papers. Some marked top secret with information about a number of other countries. I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully. The White House emphasizes that as soon as Biden's attorneys discovered the documents, they quickly contacted the National Archives, which in turn reached out to the Justice Department, which has launched a preliminary investigation. Former President Donald Trump, on the other of hand, course. who took more than 300 classified documents oh, with him to Mar-a-Lago, refused to turn over all the material for months, which ultimately uh. led the FBI to search his home. Oh, you gotta gotta cap uh, so, it with the Trump every time. You know, you're listening to the clip. You're like, hmm, interesting. Wow, they're really just talking about it. No, no, no. We're gonna, we're gonna end it with Trump. And I'm like that asshole who stole 330 <laughs> times the documents and tried to hide it. What an asshole! Not like this great guy who he took the top secret documents. He gave them. He gave them up right away once we realized he had them. <laughs> and he had them. Uh, apparently, there's a. Um, before we went on, I'm sure it'll be all over the news tomorrow. There's a third set of documents. Shut the fuck up. That I am could be. Uh, this is alleged, allegedly. But uh, there's to be fair, it's the documents. same documents. He just stole them three times because he forgot. Dementia's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think these are more nefarious document situations. There's a lot of tie-in with the Chinese and with Ukraine. you know Burisma, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of. Sticky stuff involved with this, and dude, I think he was taking a little homework home for. Uh, yeah, man, I, the Bidens are—they're fucking criminals, man. They're like in the worst way, and I don't know. I feel like uh, this is a big setup just to get rid of Biden. I, yeah, I do have to say though, it kind of shows how just heartless you are, because you kind of just brought up Joe Biden, you brought up all the things going on with, but. You didn't even mention Jill. I, I, I was looking at the docket. You didn't even bring up Jill. You talking about her uh, mole removal? Frank, it came back. It's skin. Melanoma. So, 
She has the best. Even, she Frank, let's not even talk about the corruption at, at a time like this. She has the best healthcare in the world. The health emergency like this, Frank. Best healthcare. She is a doctor. Well, she should have decided to get melanoma after Prince Harry released his book because I was just so tied up in reading <laughs> that riveting novel. <laughs> just didn't have time to read or catch up dude, on her melanoma situation. Dude, that's going to be the best-selling novel of all time. Like for the longest, he already sold two million copies. No, because Fauci's going to release "If I Did It," and it's going to be "If I Jabbed Them." If I Jabbed Them, dude. <laughs> and it's going to just—it's going to sell billions. <laughs> if, if I created it, <laughs> the virus no, would have been no, so much better. I got better. it. If I leaked it, <laughs> I nailed it. If I leaked it, it leaked out of the lab. Come on, folks. Come on now. Hey, now. I can just see the picture. <laughs> Dude, did you hear the best part about Harry's book? Do you know why it's called The Spare? Or it's just called Spare? Enlighten me on the title Spare for Harry. It's called Spare because apparently when he was born, his dad said, great, I have an heir, and now I have a spare. And he was considered the spare. Right. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of a like, burn. I'm not gonna okay, lie. It's a li- okay, it's a little. It's a burn. It, it's, it's a little bit of a. It's a Harry. It's a little bit of a burn. Right. You were the runner up to a palace. <laughs> I'm a runner up to a three bedroom house in Arlington Heights. <laughs> I would rather be the spare heir. To Buckingham Palace than the spare heir to Arlington Heights Manor. Okay? <laughs> On Wizard Drive. You know what I mean? So go fucking cry me a goddamn river. This is the smallest violin playing for you, buddy, that only got to be a prince. And the saddest- You only got to be a prince? <laughs> the saddest part about this, Harry, is that you didn't even take the best opportunity possible here to release your own line of basketball shoes spare jordans oh my god somebody hire this guy for a fucking <laughs> job where's my pair of spare jordans dude the royal line are you kidding me they could come in gold the entire line the first four stuck the spares the <laughs> We really went you over with the spare. <laughs> yeah, the, the shoot the spare Jordan, it actually comes with three shoots. <laughs> you gotta have a spare. <laughs> that's the whole gimmick. It comes with the th- Oh, that's so good. You're never gonna get the extra left or the extra right. <laughs> You're crying and you wrote a book because you're the spare, the spare heir to a kingdom. You're number, you're number three to a kingdom. Do you know what number I am to a kingdom? I'm sure I'm like five billion. You know? <laughs> Cry me a fucking river, you fucking pansy. I can't believe this guy. Dude, this, this whiny crybaby bitch tour that he's been on has been the most pathetic fucking thing i've ever seen in my entire life dude Dude, when i wanted to move away from my family and start my own life i had to join the army (laughs) this 
You left with like a hundred million dollars. You got a Netflix deal, a book deal. You're living in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> how hard can you really? Oh. Did you hear about the, the, the PTSD from the war? No, are you serious? Yeah, dude, he talks about the PTSD from the war, and even the ta- dude, Taliban leaders are weighing in on his claim of killing 25. Oh, wow. They're, cl- they're calling him a liar? Yeah, who, when, where, what happened? <laughs> I never... I don't know where this... I didn't even know he was in the army at all, but fine, because I guess, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, if you're... You got to serve in the Royal Guard or whatever shit. I don't know what it is if you're there, but in Buckingham Palace. But like, <clears throat> my God, there's no way on earth this dude was near any type of real and action. And then the fucking f- gets home from the war and needs <laughs> fucking therapy. Therapy? <laughs> he yeah, talks dude. about how he like needed a break and everything. Dude, you live in a fucking pat, dude. I don't know. Cry me a river, bro. It's pretty lame, and here's the lamest part about it. Like, you think he would have most trauma from the fact that his royal family killed his mom. Yeah, have you heard me talk about that yet? No, 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 listen. I guess the first hundred pages is all about him losing his mom. That is something that is very interesting. Probably should have wrote the book just about losing your mom. Everything else, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares about your half-black It's wife. interesting because the, there was a conspiracy to kill her. They took her out on purpose. Oh, she's the British JFK. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great comparison. Yeah, that's right on the money. Yeah. He spends 100 pages on that and then cries for another 300. What a loser. Oh, it was crazy because George Bush was in the tunnel. <laughs> Oh, man. What a deep cut. Oh, we're talking Herbert Walker here, people. Herbert Walker. But then he wrote a, but then he wrote a letter to his son. <laughs> or no, Clinton. Who was president at the time? Clinton. You talk about the presidential letter that he shared that's all over the internet all the time? About the uh, JFK thing? Oh, uh, no. I, did he write a letter about the JFK assassination? That was why he became president. Really? Yeah, Herbert Walker, he wrote a letter about all I guess all anybody knows is that he wrote a letter about his to to I forgot to who but saying that the war like the whole Warren Commission everything was wrong. And then it kind of just ended there and then he became president. Interesting. Yeah. That's why he became president because he saw who killed Kennedy. He had a vantage point that I don't know if it's that he did. saw. I thought he directed the operation out there like he was the field operator for dallas i oh is that what it was well i know he was there but he wasn't part of the conspiracy and then sure i well mike we've discussed this with most things conspiracy when it's in regards to the to the government or military or cia or whatever where uh to keep things secret essentially everybody knows their role but they may not necessarily know the whole story yeah, so oh, great call. Oh, each, absolutely. Each player knows exactly where they need to be Just and parts. what they need to do, but they don't know what the other people are doing, you know, at all. And I think you that's how people that's how the government keeps things secret. Oh, absolutely. 
But you know what's crazy is conspiracy theory didn't even really exist as a as a saying until JFK. Yeah, the, I've heard this roll around quite a bit. I don't know how much truth there is behind that. I'll accept it. Um, and because I believe that's to insinuate that the CIA went into great, uh, you know, effort to basically discredit the assassination, right? Yeah, dude, they're still doing it today. Like they're that playbook has been studied, and then they just perfected it, and that's what they're still doing today. <clears throat> they perfected it in the way, and <clears throat> this is my belief. Uh, they uh. I think the uh, the intelligent forces created the flat Earth theory to discredit any kind of uh, naysaying about our our moon landings. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually believes in flat Earth theory. I believe it was distributed amongst the masses in order to basically well, people that believe. discredit anything about space. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, but there's definitely people that believe it. Well, for sure. Absolutely. Some dumb people. But that's on purpose. I don't know. That's just what I'm saying. But <clears throat> that's how it is. Mike, we are at that hour point, don't believe it or not. It. It's don't true, dude. It's it. the fastest hour in the universe, my man. Speaking of space, oh, yeah. Where's Neil deGas? <laughs> dude, he's thinking about the vaccine he took and how screwed he is in the next year. <laughs> You know what they say, misery loves company. That's why they want us all to get vaxxed. You know the worst part about the vaccine and the the diehard defenders of it and the people who are the loudest mouthpieces for it, those are the ones who end up dying and uh, have the cancers and all that stuff. That's literally all we've seen over the last year. The the loudest people on the internet chastising those who didn't take the vaccine are the ones now popping up dead. (laughs) Watch yourself, Neil. Watch it. Hope you're not boosted. Boom!